Shark Tank star Kevin O'Leary roasted for crying while buying a pricey Swiss watch. And here's the thing. It's kind of funny that he's crying over this watch when at the same time he got paid off by FTX for $15 million. How much of that money that he lost in FTX, who knows? But let's get into it. So Kevin O'Leary posted a video on his official TikTok account in which he is seen shedding tears while purchasing a specially designed Swiss luxury watch worth at least six figures, prompting social media users to ridicule the Shark Tank co-host. And here's the thing. Apparently this watch is one of one, custom made by AP. And I'm going to probably assume that this is anywhere from like a 500000 to a million dollar watch for it to be a one of one. Now, let's mute it, but let's see. This is basically where he gets teary-eyed, right? Gets emotion after receiving his one of one unique AP. Now, here's the thing. Some people may not know this, but Kevin O'Leary is basically... A guy who loves watches. Like, he has, like, a huge passion for watches, loves watches. Like, that is basically what he likes to dedicate his pretty much his free time to. And he's very open about his massive love for watches, especially very rare watches. And I think his collection is probably over $3 million, not including this one-of-one. So, to him, this is a big deal, right? But as, like, a normal person, like an everyday person, like, a super rich guy crying over his super expensive watch, who cares kind of thing, right? Especially if you like to buy watches from, like, Walmart or something for, like, 10 or 15 bucks. Like, what's the big deal? So O'Leary, who has nearly 1 million followers on TikTok, posted a cell phone video showing him admiring the timepiece, a steel Admir's Piquet Royal Oak with an open work face. Admir's Piquet, or AP, because I cannot pronounce their name, doesn't advertise the prices of his watches on his website, but a glance at several watch-selling sites reveals that similar models start at more than $100,000 and go as high as $700,000. Now, funny enough, I have the AP website pulled up, and one of their watches does have a price, and is very similar to Kevin O'Leary's, but it's not the same thing. So it's a Royal Oak Double Balance Wheel Open Worked, and it has about a price of $74,100, right? Now, this is the non-binding recommended public price in the USA, taxes excluded. So probably average price for this type of watch is probably going to be like low six figures, like $100,000, 110 whatever. And the thing is, I mean, sure, that's a pretty nice watch. But the funny thing is, like, this is, I think, the only price for one of their listed watches that I've seen. Now, personally, if I were to get an AP, which I wouldn't, but if I was just so rich that I wouldn't mind spending the money, I'd probably go 
personally more so towards this, which is a Royal Oak Self-Winding Flying Torbillion? Torbillion? however you pronounce it. It's like a gold-on-gold gold watch. Looks pretty nice. But the funny thing is, you could get a watch that basically looks like this AP for like 20 bucks, 100 bucks at like a thrift store or like a pawn shop or whatever, right? Like personally, I don't really understand why people spend massive amounts of money on watches because you could literally just buy a watch that looks basically exactly like it for... 50 bucks, you know, 100 bucks. Let's see. So the dramatic piano music playing in the background, an emotional O'Leary is seen gazing at the watch. He then wipes tears from both eyes with his left hand while holding the watch in his right. It's incredible, O'Leary says in the video, which he uploaded to his TikTok account on Monday. I can't believe I'm holding it, the only one in the world, O'Leary says in the 14-second clip. And, like... The way to really like look at something like this is more so like how a car enthusiast would react if they got their dream car. So let's say that someone's like a car enthusiast and they finally were able to buy like their dream car, which might be like a Toyota Supra. And they just get super emotional. They spend a lot of money on that car, but to them, they're like absolutely in love with this car, right, and they've always wanted to have it, or someone who wants to buy, like, their dream car, which might be, like, a Lamborghini for, like, 200000 right, and they just get super emotional, because their dream car, so that's the way that I view it, in this, like, scenario, the only thing that kind of, like, bothers me about this is, like, Kevin O'Leary is reacting way too comfortably as a super wealthy individual while at the same time pretty much batting for FTX. He tried to defend FTX on multiple occasions. He got paid off by FTX for $15 million, at least that's what's public, right? So how much money has he actually been paid by FTX or other crypto companies? Like, that's the thing that I don't like about it. Like, Kevin O'Leary is now involved with some pretty shady stuff. So him spending the type of money on this watch, like, did you spend money from your FTX deal on this watch? If you did, that's kind of dirty. So Lurie, who goes by the nickname Mr. Wonderful, posted a 12 and a half minute video on YouTube showing him at the watch dealer. It's a gorgeous piece, the watch salesman tells O'Leary. Oh my goodness, O'Leary responds. It's so incredible. It has made grown men weep. It's pure beauty, the Canadian-born investor, entrepreneur, and avid watch collector raved. O'Leary said in his YouTube video that he was looking for a smoking hot dream of a watch. I'm getting to a point here where I've got so many watches, O'Leary said. When I want to bring in a new story, I need something that is so coveted, so hard to get, so hard to find, the Royal Oak Steel Open Work One-of-A-Kind Shark Tank Watch. Which, by the way, Royal Oak Steel, right? Open Worked. Royal Oak. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's such a weird 
weird thing to see. He's like, you're watching a dude that is super wealthy and also made money in kind of shady ways, spending crazy amounts of money on a watch that technically he doesn't need, but just wants, and he basically just cries over it. Which, by the way, this is a weird thing too. What a lot of people don't even understand about a lot of these watch collectors, a lot of the time, hence most of the time, they don't even keep these watches at their house because they could just get stolen from their house. So they end up basically locking these watches up but taking one out or two out for their week or their month or whatever or for like a special occasion. So they literally have to go to their safety deposit box or wherever they're storing it to then wear it. Which to me is like, imagine buying like your dream car, like, like let's say that you're a car person and you buy basically like are collecting amazing cars, but instead of keeping it inside your garage so that you have easy access to drive it, you end up having to stick it somewhere into like a warehouse that's like under 24-7 security, and then you have to go there, travel there, just so that you could get a car that you want to drive. To me, that just seems pointless, right? Because like at that point, why would I even bother buying any of these watches if I have to literally go to a bank every single time I want to wear a new watch. So in the parlance of watches, an open work is a watch that is designed in a way to show its inner mechanics, usually through a transparent window. O'Leary said that the making of the watch, which he plans to bust out in season 15 on Shark Tank, was a process that began three years ago. Now, what I also kind of wonder is how much money do these sharks make from Shark Tank? I got a feeling they probably make crazy amounts of money from Shark Tank. Like crazy. To the point where he ends up probably making multiple millions to be able to afford these watches. He boasted that the watch would be the centerpiece of the fashionista man himself, Mr. Wonderful. O'Leary said in the clip that he buys himself a collector watch as a way to reward himself for making a lucrative financial transaction. Interesting. Now, what's also kind of funny that he, you know, makes this statement is apparently about the same time that he started to be more open to crypto was about three years ago, which is about the time that he basically set into motion the purchasing of this watch, this one-of-one watch. Which, by the way, I believe that's also about the time that he probably got contracted by FTX for that $15 million deal. Now, I don't know that for sure. That is my opinion. But he did get paid $15 million by FTX. And, by the way, about three years ago, like right before that, he was heavily against all crypto, like all crypto, Bitcoin, Ethereum, everything, every single crypto. And then out of nowhere, he started to get a little bit more positive on crypto. So the thing that bothers me the most about Kevin O'Leary, which by the way, he is or was 
one of my favorite Shark Tank individuals, right, on there. Barbara was like number two because Barbara's always kind of cool. But it really bothers me to see someone pretty much willing to do whatever for some money. Right? Like, when you already got a crazy amount of money. Like, you were already filthy rich. Why are you stooping so low to make more money? So, in the video, neither O'Leary nor the company representative specifies the value of the watch. I'm guessing 500 to a million, probably more so like a million. The post has sought comment on, well, from AP. So this is only one in the world. And here's the thing. like It's not necessarily a bad-looking watch. Personally, if I had the money for whatever he spent on this, I personally wouldn't wear something like that. Like Again, I'd probably lean more so towards something like this, which is just like a gold-on-gold gold AP, the Royal Oak Self-Winding Flying Turbillon, Turbillion, however you pronounce it. I, I just kind of like this look. Like, it's simple. You can pretty much wear this with like literally anything that you wear and it'll look cool, look nice. But like his is like, it's kind of like what a clown would kind of wear at a circus, basically, in my opinion. I, I don't know. Like to me, I don't really like his watch. Like I feel like. You could probably get something that looks cooler, looks nicer at a Walmart for like under a hundred bucks, honestly. Yeah. So on social media, however, the reaction was largely negative. Kevin O'Leary is ultimate cringe for crying over a watch, commented one Twitter user who added WTF. Now here's the thing. I'm not too necessarily bothered by the fact that he cried over a watch if he's like a hardcore car, well, I mean, a watch collector because I've seen some dudes that love cars literally like lose their minds when they just see a car that they like, right? Or like gamer people who like end up finding their game that they've always wanted to play. Like they freak out, right? So I'm not like too bothered by that. I'm just bothered by what he's willing to do to make the money to afford some of these things. So it does the same exact thing as a $15 watch, come to another critic. I got a watch from Walmart and I cried too, another TikTok user reacted. And again, right, I mentioned I've been mentioning Walmart a little bit, but like here's the thing. You can find a good watch at Walmart that does exactly what you need it to do. So another O'Leary naysayer wrote on Twitter, still don't know how this guy made money. He's a total buffoon every time I see him. The way that basically O'Leary originally made his money, I believe, is that he had basically a education company for kids that, one, never really made a profit, but he was able to sell it to like a bigger company for a large amount of money. I think so, like, in total, the company sold for about, like, a billion, even though it was constantly losing money, and I believe he maybe got, like, paid out, like, under a hundred million for his share of the company. 
which again, the company wasn't really even profitable, I believe. And then he put some more money into like investments and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, like to me, it's kind of like a situation where you had a business guy that wasn't really profitable, that ended up getting lucky, but then capitalized on that luck, which is just nothing wrong with doing that, and keeps trying to find a new way to try to make easy money. Others, however, took a far more charitable view of O'Leary's tears. He's not crying over the watch when TikTok user pinned. He's crying because he realizes how far he's come. Yeah, to me, that's not why he's crying. I think he's literally crying because it finally is done in terms of this three-year commission of a watch, of a one-of-one AP is finally done. For example, imagine you ordered a one-of-one whatever it is that's something that you really enjoy or really love, right? Let's say that is a car. Let's say that is your dream house. And you put a lot of money into it and you're like, how long is it going to take? Oh, it's only going to be like a year that you're told. And then they say like, oh, it's going to be another year, you know? A lot of labor issues, supply issues, all that sort of stuff. Oh, COVID, oh, oh, horrible, right? And then another year passes by, now it's at the three-year mark, and then they finally deliver what you originally ordered. Like, that would probably make anyone emotional, like, wasting yeah, wasting three years on the thing that you already probably paid for. Yeah. So, literally made headlines in recent weeks after publicly defending his paid position as a spokesperson for the now-bankrupt cryptocurrency exchange, FTX. See, like, again, this is the thing. Like, he is pretty much willing to do whatever to make money. So the Shark Tank star said he lost $15 million from his investment in FTX, which was founded by disgraced ex-mobil Sam Bankman-Fried. Now, this is what he claims to have lost, right? And the reason why I say that he basically got paid $15 million is because he might have been paid that amount in like his FTX account, potentially never took it out. But it he also said he got paid $15 million by FTX. So the federal government has indicted Bingman Freed, charging him with financial crimes, including money laundering and wire fraud. And in his public comments, O'Leary has refused to condemn Bingman Freed, who's alleged to have used customer funds to cover losses by his hedge fund, Alameda Research, as a fraud. Right? And let's just type it in. Hold on. Kevin O'Leary... FTX payments. Ah, uh. uh, okay, so okay, so I had it wrong. So he didn't get paid fifteen million, he got paid. $18 million to promote FTX. You know, what's also kind of funny, so he says that he lost $15 million out of 
the 18 million that he got paid to promote FTX. The watch was probably like a million dollars. Probably made still the two million. I think he's doing pretty okay. Even if he had to pay taxes and all that kind of stuff. You know? Jeez, Kevin. Horrible. Let's see some of these comments. I also cried when my old Armatron died after 10 years of service. I was able to find a similar model, but it's just not the same. Total value equals $20. LOL. I have a translucent swatch that looks the exact same, and guess what? My swatch will last forever. It takes a lickin' and keeps on ticking. Timex 3495. God, he's pathetic. Money doesn't buy taste. Ugly watch. I kind of agree. It's, it's a pretty ugly watch. Waste of money. My $20 sports watch from Korea I got on Amazon looks better. This rich pig will do everything to avoid paying taxes to the country that made him rich while wasting money on an ego purchase. He is a fake patriot. The thing is, he's technically Canadian. Watches are obsolete. Mr. Wonderful is entertaining on Shark Tank, but he just made a bad investment. The thing is, he doesn't really like view these things as like investments, at least not on all the stuff that he buys. Like he is a literal watch collector. So we're talking about someone who has multiple millions of dollars in watches and probably has over 10 or 12 watches in his collection, right? Let's see. He should understand that he's now a target for thieves anytime he's out to lunch or dinner. These thieves are looking for these pricey timepieces and have no qualms waiting for the right moment to stick a gun in your face and demand it be surrendered. His money and he can do as he wishes, but putting this out for all the world to see on TikTok is a big mistake. Now, here's the thing, right? One, like I mentioned earlier, these types of watch collectors that put millions of dollars into these watches... They wear them in very specific circumstances, right? It's highly unlikely that they would just be walking around the town with this type of watch on them, right? Unless they got some sort of security around them. Now he does wear these. Uh, he does wear these like watches at like special occasions, special events, the Shark Tank stuff. If he's doing like, an interview or something, but. He's not the type of guy that's going to wear these watches or keep these watches basically in an easy access place because there's just too much liability. And I believe him and another watch collector, I think uh, producer Michael, both of them do this where they both basically keep their watches stored in like a safety deposit. Keeps the same time as my Timex, men and their toys. What cracks me up is the watch is actually ugly. I would take an Omega or Rolex over that any day. 
Diddy cry when his wife crashed their boat into another and a man was killed? Just curious. Not entirely her fault, the other boat had no lights on in the middle of a busy lake. She was drunk. Now, here's the thing. I did hear about this where apparently they might have caused the death of someone. I don't know too much about it, but that is pretty sad. Aesthetically, it's an eyesore and looks like it belongs in a museum, I say circus, rather than on his wrist, but he's a mighty, greedy, and strange Canadian bird. Anyway, we're in good health. There, money bags. Walk, walk, walk. He makes my skin crawl. That watch is ugly and for a man. I suppose that this means that he won't be returning the stolen FTX money. Rich slime ball wins again. Tool bag. How shallow can you be? And I liked him. Like, here's the thing. Like, I liked him too. But, like, this is the thing. Like, what people are like on, like, a show are very different than how they are in person or how they are in a different setting. So, on the show, he's very entertaining. He's kind of a dick, but he's very entertaining. But when you start to, like, pay attention to how he acts over the years, about, like, through his interviews, about his comments about crypto, all that kind of stuff... And you start seeing him over and over again, you're like, hey, something doesn't really seem up to snuff. Something seems kind of off. Why were you so hard against a whole industry, then out of nowhere, you start being positive about it? And an out of nowhere situation was about the same time that you got paid a lot of money by a certain crypto exchange that was basically one big Ponzi scheme. I liked him until this. Kevin O'Tiri. It's just a watch, Kevin. What a waste of money. As an adult, I've never actually owned a watch, but I've seen... Six-figure watches up close in Geneva, Switzerland, right next to pens selling for $30,000. Oof. Handmade and with inset jewels. Who would write with one of those? LOL. Like, here's the thing. Like, this is something that I really wonder. Like, is there a point where you just make so much money that you just start buying the dumbest things possible because you can Right, like for example, let's say that you just started to make like two million a year after tax. Are you now just tempted to buy like the dumbest things? Like, oh, you know, I used to really like cars, so now I'm going to buy the most expensive car, like a Bugatti, every year. Like, what? That doesn't even make sense. Man, I find it ugly. I agree. When you don't have friends, buying expensive things makes you feel important. It's his money. He can spend it however he chooses. Yeah, that is true. At least he made his fortune with... At least he made his fortune working hard. He didn't inherit it. You have losers like Nicola Peltz in Brooklyn Beckham flaunting their wealth all over Instagram 
and didn't work a day in their useless lives for it. Like, here's the thing. I do believe that he worked hard and long for a lot of his wealth. But at the same time, he's still someone that is pretty much willing to do whatever to make money. AKA the whole FTX thing. This can't be real. It just can't. What a child. I'd be crying too if I spent that much on an effeminate watch. Effeminate watch. I guess basically because it looks girly. He can cry and allowed to have nice things. He's not a psychopath. Interesting. So a lot of people are pretty much hating on the fact that he spent this money on his watch. The thing is, I don't really care that he bought this watch. I'm just kind of like bothered because I'm still kind of salty because I was a huge fan of Kevin O'Leary. But with that whole FTX thing, it's just like, ooh, you got paid $18 million to push FTX. Like, how many of your followers, how many people that you promoted that exchange to, like how many people that fell victim to it lost all of their money, right? So also, can you imagine... That let's say that you were following someone, like you're a huge fan of them, you decided to try out their exchange that they pushed, right? You put all of your money in there, you lost every single cent because of Ponzi scheme, and then you go and see, like a few months later, that that influencer, whoever you like, goes and buys probably a seven-figure watch. And you know he also got paid $18 million, right? That would be a really disgusting feeling. Now, good for me. I didn't even know that he was actually a pusher for FTX because I didn't really pay attention to any of his social media, like pretty much at all, right? For the most part, I didn't even realize that he was doing social media for a long time. I thought he mainly just did Shark Tank, but I guess that changed over like the past few years. I think the past four years, probably, when social media started to become like a way bigger thing. But still, it's just sad because I'm just sad over his followers that really like him or did really like him and got completely screwed financially because they put their faith in him and his suggestions.